Welcome to episode four of the Obscure Hotline. I'm Bronson. Oh, yeah. And uh, I have the channel Audio Hotline, and this is Bark, and you're supposed to say a, your channel. A, a, <laughs> a, 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 and Obscure Mikey's. Yep. Yep. Obscure Mike's. Audio the Hotline. The shittiest cool channel on the web. <laughs> no. Obscure Hotline, or fuck. <laughs> Obscure Mike's. <laughs> Audio hotline, yeah. obscure hotline. <laughs> I can't even say it it's, right. It's a fusion of incompetence. <laughs> it's like a smoothie with no fruit. <laughs> it's like a Whopper with no meat. <laughs> Dude, all the vegans got excited about the Whopper with no meat. You know that's, that's true. Disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. Usually, we just start with talking what we're using. I think that's a good. I think that's a good place to start. Uh, tro- Trojan Magnums and <laughs> oh, audio, audio. Yes, audio. Um, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. Um, I'll, I'll go first since I, I stuck my you know, big member in my mouth there. <laughs> I've got, I, I am using the Tayun Q12 again. Oh my god, because it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of my office staple, man. It's here. Yeah, I leave it here because. Apparently it's fifteen dollars in Russia, so I you know no drive shit. to Russia and pick a few of these up. Fifteen bucks. Wow. But it's it's just always here and I didn't bring my mic bag today. I just brought over a mic. Uh but the Taeyun Q twelve with a uh you know, a cheapo cable. I'm using some Audio Technica clip on headphones, you know, they're they're just they're all about comfort today. Yes. And I'm um, using an MXL BCD1, but with a capsule from a Fender MM101. So I took a, a handheld Fender mic. There's a capsule in it that I thought sounded really good. Nice. So I took it out. I transplanted it into the BCD1 because, as we all know, the BCD1 is what, Bronson? A piece of shit. It's ass. It's pure ass. <laughs> so I took the capsule out of that, put a new one in because seriously, the build quality. Oh, it's great. Yeah, and the aesthetics and love just it. the the whole. I love the look. Yeah, and being a shallow mic guy, I needed the sound to go with the look. So, <laughs> voila, with an on stage pop filter and uh, a zoom, a little zoom tripody with the nice. comes with the ZDM one. What do you got? I see you got some fancy collar rings going on there, Mr. Streamer. I know. I know. Um, yeah, dude, I'm not a... That's yeah, cute. I'm not a BCD1 fan. No, it sucks. I mean, it really yeah. does. It's a weird sounding mic. A lot of not people... Now, but... I think that's like one of the few reviews that I did that I had a lot of people with some... I, I had a lot of backlash, I should say, which is interesting. liking it? For me not being like the biggest fan of it and then being like, oh, I love mine, you know? And I'm like, huh, okay, well, you do Good for you, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, listen I, I will say, um, the last time I did anything with the BCD-1, I want to say I did a Heil PR-40 versus a BCD-1 review. Mm-hmm. And I used the Roadcaster Pro and uh, just straight raw audio from this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. It just sounds wonky. It sounds it's, funky. It is weird. And it sa- yeah. it's just got a weird sound and it's not a desirable sound. Yeah. Agreed. But if you enable some processing on it and give it a little bit of low end and some compression, like it actually 
comes to life a yeah, little bit and yeah. it does not sound bad without EQ even. Compression, little big bottom on a Rodecaster Pro, or if you have access to some kind of quick one switch broadcast switch, it sounds it, it sounds pretty decent, but yeah. out of the box, it's it's straight ass son. Yeah, I gotcha. Um so my equipment, I am using the Trojan micros. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I knew sorry. it was coming. Next. You still got me. <laughs> knew it was happening. Look at that little cute little thing there. Oh, man. Oh, you still got man. me. Um, so, yeah, this is the <laughs> TC Helicon um, <sighs> Go XLR mic. And, and what do you, you think? Without, without giving too much away, because I know you're going to do a review, I, I think we both know what we think about the aesthetics yeah because we talked about it but what do you think of the sound i think it sounds fine i think it sounds it's better than i expected um a big problem that i do have with this microphone is this pop filter um i won't do it here but um if you send a a plosive into it pretty hard uh it actually rattles and it's very noticeable and it like sits there and since it's attached and everything it has like some sustain to it and everything and it's it's not great. So that that's a bummer. Sucks. But um yeah, if you're kinda angled like this and you're not, you know, too much in front of it sending plosives into it, it's fine. But I just yeah, I think I like the sound. The aesthetic is interesting to me. I think it's hilarious that it comes with this many this many things, this many colors, like purple, pink, blue, blue, green. <laughs> but um, wait, aren't those aren't those aren't those just button replacements for the Procaster Two, Roadcaster Two? <laughs> Dude, it looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. So Lisa Frank box of Lisa Frank. It's interesting though. So the actually the only one that's built well is the one that's originally on it, the silver one. The rest it's of them metal are just and the like rest a, are plastic. Yep. But it's hilarious that? that it comes with this much of this, but not a freaking five eighths to three eighths inch stand adapter. Why does <laughs> I, uh, I got? I have no words. Like I, you know, guys like me and you, we don't need those. I guarantee you. Yeah, and no. I have oh, 50. dude, I have so many. But yeah, like for so anyone else though, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for someone who's just getting into audio and doesn't have those laying around. Like, if, mm-hmm. if someone sends me something without one, I'm like, thank God, I don't need 52 or the Dude, 53rd yeah. one. No, it's true, yeah. Maybe I should sell those. Those sell, right? People buy those, don't they? People buy stuff, so, yeah. They buy stuff. <laughs> All those rings and, and no adapter. Yeah, very Good interesting. Good job, TC Helicon. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, I think that it would have been cool to have like a mic bag with it or something or just like anything else. But yeah, it's just basically this, the pop filter that doesn't work well and the rings, but yeah, the sound, I think it sounds fine. I, I don't have is, a problem the with mic the mic metal. Actually, the build really isn't great in all reality. It's, it's just, it's interesting. It's a very it's, interesting I mean, microphone and it's not super expensive. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I wouldn't judge all that too harshly, but again, when what is it? One fifty. One fifty. Yeah. When you can get so, a I mean, Donner, a Donner Donner. 
chicken. You know it's Donna Donna. Donner. You know it's Donna Donna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, when you can get that for 80. And a pod mic. Yeah. That's a tank for 100. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, if, if you are using plastic parts at all you, and, and you're priced over 100, you are missing the point a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But as we know, that mic's not aimed at us. No. That mic is aimed at everyone who watches Alpha Gaming. Yes. Or, yes. yeah, Harris Heller, which I like. I like that guy. Uh, but, you know, that's streaming yeah. channel. I was trying to think of a big streaming channel. So people, yes. like, he reviews that mic. They'll sell probably 5000 that week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Audio guys like me and you that don't stream, you know, nah. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I would like to, uh, I'd like to get a test unit in the review, but I'm not. Yeah. It's not appealing enough for me to buy. Yeah, no, I feel you on that for sure. I don't need to review this anymore. Um, yeah, just but, watch this. So the the Telefunken XLR cable, it's got like a right angle here. Uh, that's um, what I use. I love it. I do like that. Yeah, me my, too. That, I like my whole lot. podcast studio. The Donners are all hooked up Plugged with one there. of those. Yeah, it, really. You got you got the same. Damn mic cable, I I use and prefer. Are <laughs> We're we the serious same. right now? We're the Can same, I see that bro. thing? Can you angle it at me? Yeah. Because there's... Oh, that's it. God damn it. That's it. Oh, yeah. As Paris Hilton would say, that, that's hot. <laughs> that's uh, the one. I love it. Um, I actually had the straight the straight one for a while. Um, used that for quite a while. I like the I like the Telefunken cables. I think they're a pretty good deal for the quality you get. And they I really think are. What is that thing like? Twenty. It's, less, it's twenty or less, 20? right? Yeah, it's like twenty bucks, I think. And it's like yeah. a, it's a decent length. Um, also, the warm audio cables. I like those too. They are actually kind of similar. Not had any of those? Yeah, they're good. Um, I would actually, I'd probably recommend. I mean, a lot of people don't want to spend the money on Mogami cables. Um. I do have quite a few of them, but I don't know. I There's something inside me that's like, don't plug in a cable that expensive when you're doing a microphone test. Because if I'm getting complaints about, you know, an interface being too expensive, like, I don't even want to start with, the, you know, the cable and what people would say about yeah. that, you know, so. And how many people are realistically going to spend the, the price that a Mogami, unless it's professional application but we're not yeah. we don't talk to professionals so a lot of the time they may watch yeah. us to hear mics yeah some of them but i yeah i would never be like go to use Megami. just can't yeah. do it that's yeah. why the telefunk and that's why i use those because i love the right angle and the price is yep. right so yeah telefunken going into the roadcaster pro 2 that i did just get a little cover for because i got a lot of cat hair in my studio so i did get the little cover which is that's in nice my, in my opinion very overpriced but whatever it's like 60 is bucks. that to say you're you're planning on making the roadcaster to a staple in your studio Ooh, i think for this yeah okay yeah i think for Fair this enough. i'm going to use it quite often i do want to use some different stuff though like but the fact that i can route us to our own channels and I mean, like literally I could, like I was talking about before we started recording, I could throw processing on you based off of the microphone you're using, which is insane. Like that's so cool. Really cool. And yeah. so, I mean, it just has a lot of really cool features, but I think that no matter what I am going to keep it and I'm going to use it, um, I don't know if it's going to be like 
the yeah i'm not gonna like only use it though but anything else anything else, what is what else is there oh i'm using the uh the vivo or Vi- vivo vivo stand that you recommended me the, the um, boomy boom yeah i love it i love it so much and like a big part of me wanted to actually get the elgato low profile mic boom arm but i was like this does that because you can adjust on the pole basically where it sits <laughs> and <laughs> uh, we have we are the this is why we're doing a podcast <laughs> together because our brains are just so juvenile and anything that can be made into sexual innuendo indeed does get made into yes. sexual innuendo. That's true. So yeah. I mean I I started us off with the Magnum word and it's yep. just gonna go word. downhill from there. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Now that it's on the table, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big part of this one. <laughs> Yeah. But um so yeah, now that we've went through that, I do have a question. Did you buy anything for Prime Day? No, I did not. You didn't um, buy anything. Okay. I'll I'll let you finish why you asked and I'll and then I'll explain why I did not. So honestly, I actually was just mostly curious if you did buy any microphones. I didn't buy any, and I was mostly just wondering if you did. Had I not had the Donner before, I may have went for it. You know, um, how much much was the Donner on Prime Day? So it's actually funny because I think I think it was 70. But honestly, when I initially looked at it, when you were reviewing it, there was a coupon that made it like 53 or 55 dollars or something like that. Insane. So, I mean, it still was a good at a good price, but they did do away with that coupon. I noticed before Prime Day and it's not back. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the bad thing about doing a video on something like that because I'm sure they can see their sales. Yes. And as soon as their sales spike, they probably, you Drop know. Drop that. Yep. Something. I mean, they, you know, they, they probably have an expiration date on it. As soon as they see that it's working, they're like, all right, when do we cut this off? But uh, no, I, I was 100% disappointed in the, the Prime Day sales as far as audio equipment yeah. went because a lot of the prices, like Prime Day special – I have seen cheaper yeah. in the past few months with coupons. And I'm like, I, you know, none of this is any kind of special savings to me. Like yeah. I keep an eye on all this stuff anyway. So if I, if it, if it's not an obvious savings, you know, that I've never seen before and, and I saw nothing, I saw absolutely nothing. Yeah. So the only thing that I ran into, uh, that was a, an incredible deal I had recently bought this like quick release system for my camera. It, it like makes it really fast and simple for you to put your camera on your tripod, basically like a quick release for the microphones that I've also reviewed that we, that we've talked about, like the onstage ones or the Gatorworks ones or whatever. So I had bought like five of those units previously and I did have like a discount for them. They're usually like 18 bucks, 16, 18 bucks or something like that. And they were going for $3. And I was like, uh, yes. So I bought the shit out of those, which is fantastic. So that's really the only thing I bought aside from like lint rollers. (laughs) You are big on your lint rollers for blue and such. Yeah, dude. Gotta have them. (laughs) Gotta have them. God, how many of those do you go through? Oh my, I don't even want to talk about it. It's bad, man. 
I would say blues, blues a shredder, uh, a shedder. Not he's a, a shedder. shredder. So and that's the interesting thing. So the Bengal tabby that we have, uh, his name is Grim. For whatever reason, I never even noticed until after it was done. I named my cats after sad emotions <laughs> or mad emotions, blue and grim, whatever. But um, I was an emo kid, so it makes sense. But <laughs> it makes sense, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of Emery listened to in your days, like I'm t- I take yeah, it. <laughs> right, misbehaving, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I he probably sheds even more, which is crazy. But his hair is like really impossible to get off your clothes without a lint roller blue kind of like you can wipe it off and it's fine but yeah dude blue they're both shedders for sure so and then our black cat is whatever she she doesn't shed too much but yeah man speaking of cats i almost came home with one yesterday like it was it was close man this cat was so cute dude oh I would have had to what, name it your, like. Are you at your maximum right now? I like, think I think three. Yeah, I think three is our max. That's kind of what we talked about, and we kind of just. I think we felt bad because they're all over seven at this point, and we're like, ah, eh, we just kind of want to like you know have the attention be on them, and not bring in like a kitten that's going to take attention away because we're just like we psychologically we think that's going to fuck with them. <laughs> I, I I totally understand. Yeah. We've thought about it too, but we don't we don't want to mess with Ivy, our yeah. house cat. She's yeah. you know it's her house, and yeah. we don't want to mess her mess her psychological state up too much. So yeah, you know, yeah, that, dude, that's, that's how that goes. I don't this... want any more cats at all. Um, I love the indoor and I love the outdoor, but I'm I'm good. I I only have time to pay attention to one. I'm never home. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I feel you. So this is, I got to see if it'll focus, but this is the, this is the cat I almost brought. There it goes. Almost. Almost. Come on. Oh yeah. See, and a cat with that much color character, it was I, I would have so been tempted cute. to. Did you just see it on the side of the road somewhere? Um, so actually it was at the place that I was doing some work for. It's so yeah. cute. So essentially that place... Um, so I, I don't know if you even know what I do for work, <laughs> but I do. You, you've told me something. It's a good, yeah. like, gra- it's something to do with graphics or, or computer design or something along those lines, right? Yes. So you, yeah. Okay. So I'll do SCADA systems, which is, allows like water departments or wastewater departments or hydro plants, or I mean like even cliff bar, like, you know, they're their factory and everything like it'll allow them to see how their machines and their pumps and everything are running so they can like remotely check on it but also just like visually check on it uh through like on a computer so i do like the graphics and the connections through that and everything but uh so i was down at the uh the water plant yesterday and that's where i walked into their operator little maintenance office and I guess that they have this mom that comes back every single time she's ready to have a litter and she'll just like go in and have the litter there. They feed them and like take care of them, but kind of just like if they go wander around, they go wander around. If they don't come back, they don't come back kind of thing. So I, I was like, oh my God, and it was this, this was the last one that was left. And I was like, I just, I think I need this. And as soon as I send a picture to my wife, she's like, bring it home. And I was like. I might, I might do it. And then we had a conversation after we both were like, 
yes, let's do it. And we kind of talked ourselves out of it, but oh, it was such a cute cat. That, that's what we do. Yeah, we're 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 always gung ho for like an hour, and then yes. shit settles down. It's like, hold on, yeah, wait a minute. Like, let's, let's walk all the way through this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. I like how we went from like prime day talk to just cats immediately. Lint rollers, man. Great, great, great connection. Well, there. you know, <laughs> um, we've kind of went through all the basics of yeah. a young male, well, and middle aged male. Uh, YouTube life. We've talked Dude. about tech. We've yeah. talked about <laughs> uh, money and <laughs> yes. pussies. Yes, we have. Yeah. yeah. And condoms, which is great. And yes, prophylactics, which, <laughs> you know, protection is important. That's why we have these Trojan brand pop filters. Trojan yes. needs to make pop filters. How Dude, those would sell. And right. And just had the logo printed Such in. a good idea. Such a good this idea. This would sell like well, wildfire. And like... In my videos, I don't even know if people notice it, but whenever I do, I'll put like a, if I'm doing like a windscreen versus no windscreen tonality test or like pop filter versus no pop filter versus windscreen or whatever. Like the last one I did with the Donner, it said protection versus unplanned pregnancy or whatever. And like, I don't think anyone ever noticed like the lower third that said that. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay, I absolutely yeah. noticed. <laughs> but it's yeah. just funny. Like, I always make references to that, and I'm like assuming that everyone. But I think they're just like, okay, grow up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't get any comments on mine anymore either. Like, anytime I drop any kind of, that's what she said, or yeah. this or that. Like, people finally quit commenting. Like, I, I, I want. I tell myself they still enjoy it. Yes. They they just are sick of commenting on it. No, I think that's fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Because they hopefully. keep coming back. So, I mean, it's not, you know. They're just commenting about something not, else. turning them away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, dude, you were talking about YouTube channels. And be, I was going to ask what your favorite ones are. I, I'm I'm not joking. You... You're, oh, you know, audio you're on my list. I, I literally I, wrote joking. a list. Like it, I'm not that, either. That's not, that's not, you know, cause most of them are, are audio related. Yeah. You know what? Let me pull, let me pull up because I honestly, um, it's hard to think of right off the rip because I if get I'm to. being completely honest, I don't watch a lot. I don't watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. I watch, I, I use YouTube for what I'm interested in in moments of time yes so i watch a lot of yours um i watch a lot of dark corner studios because i think aiden does a good job on that channel yes uh, let's see i watch a lot of stuff about music i've been really into megadeth lately so i'm watching Word. a lot of megadeth content nice uh, nice 80 yeah 80s and 90s thrash metal has has found a place in my heart here lately and Very, let's see yeah. what else um, I watch uh, free podcast free podcast tools. Hank over at Free Podcast Tools, mm-hmm. uh, like that dude. Let's see. I know there's other stuff. I watch a lot of Star Wars stuff. I'm I'm really I'm getting geekier the older I get, and Star <laughs> Wars has been like my thing lately. So I watch yeah. a lot of Star Wars content. Nice. Uh, yeah. Like you know, a lot of uh, hypotheticals and like explanations of star wars and a lot of music videos of course yeah and a lot of comedy clips um yeah 
But as far as specific, like people or specific channels, I like reaction videos. I like some watching are pretty the Lost fun. in Vegas guys. Yeah, gotcha. And there's some others that I enjoy. Uh, the Michelle Michelle Show. There's this dude on a yeah. It's called Michelle Show. M E C H E L L E and then S H O W. Best reaction channel ever. I love that dude. Oh, and nice. that's where I'll yeah. end it because okay. I don't think there's anything else worth just popping out there. But what to touche, brother? Now, now <laughs> give me yours. So, um, my favorite is the audio hotline. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm sure some I people are like that. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do watch my own stuff. Well, I guess you have more to for quality yeah. control. No, dude. So I did actually make a list of some in preparation of this, but I didn't get to all of them. But um, okay. so you you made it. You are literally first on my list. It says obscure mics, and then it says in quotations, obviously. <laughs> and then, um, for those of you who are just doing the audio, I just made the O face with the hands, the the Home Alone face. <laughs> After that, I put, and I mean, I it obviously, like, aside from you, there is no real order. I was kind of just, like, thinking of of channels that I liked. Um, but I love, and I've talked to you about this guy. I love Mark Bennett's uh, Camera Crisis. He's, like, a, yep. a Canadian dude that talks about Sony cameras usually. But uh, he's really funny. He's really enjoyable to watch. Uh, Camera conspiracies is a he's a good one. He's another Canadian. I don't know, dude. He's I, a stra- like, he's I've watched him. He's a strange one. He is very strange. He's, yes, he's a, he's a strange one. I I dig it though. I I, yeah. I like his brand of strangeness. Yeah, well, and I'm not saying this in like a bad way because I think this is kind of what he goes for. But he's like low key an asshole, and I think that's kind of very like, low key. You know what I mean? Like. But but he does it in like a really funny way that makes it almost like endearing, you know. But yeah, I could see how maybe some people wouldn't be into him. But I think he's I think he's hilarious. A lot of the stuff that he says is very funny. Um, the uh, I I don't know the channel that always made me. I think we actually talked about this a little bit in our first or first episode that didn't get to air because of some issues that we had with Loopback, but um. The very first channel that ever made me want to make a channel was actually Peter McKinnon. I don't really watch him a whole lot anymore, but he's kind of like you've your, mentioned him before. Yeah, he's like a camera guy. Um, yeah, he's he's good. But uh, let's see what else do I got? I'm going to throw out the word recordology. Recordology. There's this fellow that does a channel called Recordology because yeah. I I like my vinyl. And he's a gotcha. he tests record players and talks vinyl. Nice, so I'll yeah. Throw, throw him I, out there. Well, this is like kind of the big part of why I wanted to ask this question is because I wanted to find something different. <laughs> you know, not not that I'm like sick of everyone. I was just like, it's just it, it's interesting how you watch completely different stuff, but we have very similar interests when it comes to especially audio and like I'd say humor and other things like that. So it's it's interesting how you just know a lot of different channels that we've actually never talked about, and it's funny that we don't. But um, I'll give you I'll give you another then JW JW Soundworks JW Soundworks. Yeah, he does 
he does reaction videos and he's very well spoken, nice. but he also does um, music stuff. It, it's a it's a nice mix of a channel. Like it's there's a lot of reactions, but then there's a lot of stuff sprinkled in of him creating and him, you know, doing just very strange stuff with instruments. He's 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 oh, an interesting cool. cat, yeah. and he's I love hearing people that are really good at breaking down music and he's really good at breaking Dude, down music. You might like this guy that I'm actually about to mention. He's next on my list. His name's Rick Beto. It's a new one for me, but um he talks about music B- a lot too. B E A T O. He popped up pretty quick, so He's yeah, he's got oh, quite I've a few followers, him. yeah. I've watched him. He's a, he's fun. Like I've it's something I've been into a little bit more recently just like some of the videos randomly popped up on my home screen and i was like that has an interesting title i'll check that out you know and he's yeah yeah, he has some interesting points when it comes to especially the music industry i would say those are my favorite videos of him when he kind of like dives deep into kind of the gritty and shittiness of the music industry i think that those are really interesting but i mean i've got i've got to put you know podcastage on the list i mean Got to put DP review, which if you like camera equipment, that's a big one. But then the other ones that are a little bit more, not so much what I usually talk about, I guess. But uh, this girl does one that's uh, possessed by horror. And she does like horror movie or horror book reviews. Uh, That one's really good. I don't always agree with her opinion. I think that her and I have like different tastes in horror movies, but still the way that she delivers the content and like talks about the movie, it still gives you a really good idea of what the movie's about and everything. So I I really do appreciate that channel. But then my favorite movie reviewer is Chris Stuckman. And I, I don't know. I don't always watch movie reviews, but if I watch a movie that I really like, I'll usually go see if he has like a review after the fact and see kind of what he thinks. And if it lines up with how I feel, I always think that's kind of fun. But, and I think that's actually what I've been getting comments about is like someone will be like, Hey, bought this microphone, came here just to justify my purchase or whatever, you know, I'll get that. Right. Yeah. You always got to look and see what people think, you know, of your mic, especially if if you put some, some coin in it, spend a little bit on it. Well, that's, I think that's where we circle back to the BCD1, <laughs> why people yeah. get mad about that, yeah. is I think that MXL is, I mean, they're a pretty big company when it comes to mics and stuff. They are. Yeah, they're, they're easily found, you know. And so it's interesting to me, though, that I feel like they just haven't came out with a whole lot recently. No, it's like they're resting on their laurels. It's like yeah. they're resting on all their hits. I would love to see them do something kind of new yeah when's the last time you remember like oh so, mxl's releasing this i don't remember the only thing that i remember seeing on like the new list but i wasn't sure if it was just new for that site because i, I yeah i don't know how long it's been out sweetwater just started carrying mm-hmm. uh or maybe it wasn't sweetwater they just mxl just came live on some site i can't remember but okay maybe it was this site but it was the tempo the usb mic that MXL Tempo, I think. Oh yeah, that's old as shit. Is it really? Okay, I had yeah. never even heard of it. Okay, that oh, makes yeah. sense. I did. A, I did a video on it probably three years ago. Damn, how do I not know for this? Years before that. Oh, it's yeah. It was available in 2011. I know nothing, yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna throw DIY perks. Do you watch DIY perks? No, no. That's a great channel. 
Dude, actually, like, this probably the most interesting channel. Um, dude built a. I'm gonna send you a link. Actually, word. Dude built a um, a USB C microphone out of a bunch of brass rods. Oh, word. Okay. I don't know. I'll send it to you. Th- this guy is brilliant. Like absolutely brilliant. Very cool. But he's he builds lots of stuff. But I was gonna say regarding MXL. Like, I am always still kind of surprised. Like, I was watching, I was watching some kind of, oh, I was watching Scott Paladin, which I don't know if you know Scott or not. He likes both of our channels. I know that. But he, uh, he does the occasional review of really cheap microphones. And, uh, he's just, he's just a really nice dude. But he did a review of a monoprice USB mic. And okay. he went through, yeah. And tested it against a bunch of other kind of lower level, like he did, you know, against the XM8500. And listening to all the mics he did, I'm I'm still always surprised at the MXL 990. Like, I don't think it's a great mic or anything like that. But every time I hear it, I it catches me by surprise because I'm like, really? That's a really solid sounding mic that you probably couldn't guess like if somebody was doing a blind test, you would hear that and be like, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. But you yeah. would never guess it's the 990. But once once you really give it critical close listening, you can kind of pick out the flaws a little bit, but if gotcha. you're not yeah. if you're not prepared, that thing sounds better than a whole lot of mics. Dude, I agree with sound you. Good. Yeah, I agree with you. Um so actually randomly I did come across a Scott Paladin uh, video the other day. I think it was just like a best cheap USB mic. Like it was the HD 300T, I believe. Um, yeah. yeah I, just, I watched that one. I just found him. I'm subscribing. And also you did mention Dark Corner Studios and I have watched him a few times, but I just noticed that I'm an asshole and I wasn't subscribed. So I subscribed. So yeah, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. He offered to send me like, he doesn't want to do USB mics anymore. Oh, and nice. I've yeah. since decided I'm trying to like distance from them a little bit because they're just it's so hard to find one that's not like every other one on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. But he literally offered to send me every USB mic that he hasn't reviewed yet because he doesn't want to do it, which I didn't take him <laughs> up on it. But yeah. that's just really cool. That you is know, way he cool. lives in Canada. Yeah. That would have cost a little bit of dime to send him my way. Dude, what but, uh, what is going dude. on though? Why are there so many can like this sounds weird, but like a lot of the people that I watch on YouTube, Canadian, Canadian, like what is, yeah, what is too. happening? They're just nicer Man. people. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, I'm in Idaho. So, I mean, I'm basically Canadian. So yeah, I'm, I'm in Ohio. Part, so I'm part, Canadian. I'm surrounded by QAnon, <laughs> Trump flag, carrying Confederate flag, wearing <laughs> fuck sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I just, you know, this, me and my wife, we watch, British baking shows because it warms our hearts. Yeah. It's just, they're so much nicer, you know, they're so yes. good to each other and they're so polite yeah. and they're also dirty. Like they like dirty jokes a lot. Yes. And it makes me are. happy. Yeah. They and are. then, and then we'll watch an American baking show and be like, God, the, every single person on this show is an asshole. Yep. Yep. Like what? Like this country is just full of asshats. It's so true, dude. It's so true. And I'll, I'll be the first person to say like, I can be an asshole, but the way that I'm an asshole, the way I'm an asshole is by calling someone else an asshole because like, I will never be 
cruel or rude to another person unless they've been cruel and rude to a person. That's yeah. it. That's where my line is, you know. I'm okay with someone not liking me based off me saying like, yo, that dude's a douche. Yeah, absolutely. And if and if and if, and if that's and if that causes you to walk away from me, then you belong in that camp. Yeah, anyways. if you want to be on the side with the the asshole that's being rude to other people or whatever, like yeah. go ahead and fucking join that guy. Like that's fine. Two by way me. street, man. Yep. No judgment, even. Yeah. Like no judgment at all. But you know, it's it's my tolerance, especially as you get older. I'm sure you've experienced a little yeah. bit of that feeling oh, it's since changed. turning thirty. Like it just yes. the tolerance is just on a steady downhill slope. Yep. Like I got no time for no, anyone that I deem as unkind or shitty or arrogant just no time mine started pretty young i feel like i yeah me too it just but yeah oh yeah oh just, yeah just getting it's the just tolerance getting worse. Is less and less and less <laughs> yeah but yeah dude well and that's the th- like I, I have no problem with people being different from me at all like the unless would be like boring if, if yeah. we're all the same but and i think that like i don't want that to be misunderstood because like that's yeah we're not saying if you're different, we don't like you, and that's when we think you're an asshole. It's like, no, like, if you legitimately hurt, offend, and, like, offend, offend, you know, someone, that's the the line, and it's not because you're different that we don't like you, but, yeah. Right. The problem is actually people that hate everyone else because they're different. Yes. And yes, absolutely. We're the ones kind of calling that out a little bit. Yes. Yeah, dude, we're the judge and the jury, bro, you know. Yeah, we know what's best. We know what's right. I mean, See, you either follow the obscure hotline rule book or you're trash. Or you're it's trash. simple. It's so simple. It's so simple. Dude, like that's We'll, we'll it. be releasing that uh, yeah, guideline book yeah. by the end of 2022, by yeah. the way. Down uh, it's in- only going to cost $79.99. It is a thin paperback <laughs> of 28 pages. <laughs> But it is worth it because you will then know how to behave your fucking ass, okay? Dude, yes. Oh, my gosh. Now we have to do this. Now we have to do this. And it'll be like... someone to do it for us? Because that's a lot of time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, thou not be asshat (laughs) is rule number one. Thou shall not be asshat. Which brings me to something else, since we're on these fun topics. Yeah, hit me. Religious assholes. Oh, ooh. I do. <laughs> this touchy. is a, this is a slippery fucking slope for me, man. It's touchy. Oh <laughs> man. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you I'm, I'm really on a tear lately. That's why I said the two words together. I'm yeah. on a tear. Yeah. So I don't do you I don't think that we don't really know each other's religious background at all. Like, yeah. No, but we should. Yeah. Right here today. We, on right this now show. is where we're going to learn it. So, right now. I don't know. I don't know how prominent it is in Ohio, but I'm sure that you've heard of it. Um, okay. I grew up uh, LDS, Mormon. Okay. That's yeah. prominent. So, yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Like, I, I think I. I mean, not super prominent, but yeah. it's. Well, I mean, like in Utah, where I lived for a little while, and even in Idaho, a little bit less though. There are definitely like super Mormon areas in Idaho, but they're more like Eastern, and we're more Southwestish. And um, right, so 
there's like in that in those situations there's like a church on every block and it's an LDS church like it's crazy right so yeah I mean here it's not nearly as prominent where we live but uh yeah no I have I've since left the LDS church I left when I was about 20 I didn't go on a no. mission though or anything so still still a still practicing in your own mind or just left and cut yourself oh, out no, of the no, religion? No, I don't believe in that church at all. Like, I don't. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I like, left it all. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. yep. Okay. But and, and, then, and then now, since we're getting, we're, we're just getting real here. Yes. Now, do you claim any religion, faith, principles based off of or are you just i've got i I mean it i'll wait for your answer i have a very simple answer for all mine but i would say i'm i'm in the camp of being so well when i left the lds church um what i actually did since i've played music a lot of my life i actually went and joined a, a worship band at a uh um what are they called non-denominational Christian church. Um, yes. So I tried that out for a little bit. Tried the, I went and went to a Catholic church. I tried a few different things. I played in the worship band for a while. Didn't really know what I, you know, what I believed, but was willing to be swept off my feet essentially. But I didn't, th- I don't, I wouldn't say that it, I needed to be swept off my feet. I just needed you know, something, you know, something yeah. small, yeah. you know, but I would say I live more in the world of being agnostic at this point. But yeah, that's where I'm at. What's the devi- What's the definition of agnostic? Because it's been a while so since I've heard that. It's term. like I don't necessarily believe in God, but I'm open to opportunities of okay. that cha- changing. I'm not, you right. know, like a lot of people that are like atheist per se, like or like I don't believe in God, and I 100 percent don't believe in God. You know. Gotcha. I would that, say that, like that's how I'd that's how I classify my wife. That's how my wife is too. Well, yeah. I would say my wife is like ninety eight percent atheist. You know, like which technically makes her agnostic. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? So like it's like seventy thirty. She's seventy atheist and thirty yeah. open to the open yeah. to you know. Yeah, she's seen some things that are like there's no explanation for that other than higher power. And then yes. at the same time, she's like, you know what? No, mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would say I lean a little more on the atheist side now being, see, but I think it's, it's one of those things where I feel like you don't, you know, like you don't know what a person's been through until you walked a mile in their shoes or whatever the saying is, you know, like. I think it's it's one of those things where I was so utterly like disappointed and upset with the LDS church that maybe I didn't have my whole heart in in it when I was looking for something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. so I I got to look at that as an opportunity like or as a possibility, you know. But um yeah, dude, I don't know. I yeah. That's where I'm at. But what about you? Let's talk about you. Uh, cut and dry. Raised in 
Pentecostal slash apostolic churches, oh, which is where they speak in tongues and yes. they run around when they feel the spirit. Yes, running, praising. Um, very, I've, been, I've been to one of those. <laughs> yes, very, yes, very into their God. Very, yes. very much into their God. Um, but from my experience, a very judgmental crew, a very, very judgy crew, a very strict, you know, follow all the guides of uh, the man-made Bible, as I call it. Yes. And yeah, they, they follow all that. Um, raised in that. Never really fully bought in, but bought in a little bit at times. Mm-hmm. Um, now I would just classify myself as having faith. Like I yeah. do believe in God. Yeah. I do believe I have a relationship of some sort. Kind of believe he's. I, I kind of believe my conscience is kind of yeah. just. If I was to equate when people say they talk to God, I just feel like that's what they listen to their conscience as as if it's God. Gotcha. I kind of yeah. buy into that principle that, you know, my conscious is, uh, you know, just the higher power telling me the way to go. Gotcha. But yeah. uh, I, I I don't believe in organized religion. Yeah, me I'm neither. not a fan of it, I should say. Uh, I don't believe in the Bible. I, I think half of it's I'm not going to I'm not going to be too derogatory because people get upset. Yes. I don't buy into most of it. It just doesn't make sense to me. There's too many contradictions. Mm-hmm. Uh but basically, in my opinion, you are you either fully buy into the idea of being kind and accepting, yes, and decent, mm-hmm. uh, or you don't. So, a religion causes people to think because I go to this building every Sunday, and then I turn around and and bang every sixteen year old, even though I'm forty. You know, yep. I do all this stuff. Doesn't matter. I go to church. I'm good. Yep. I'm good. I've known and people just, like that. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yep. Like, really? Mm-hmm. And and it's it's just that that kind of thing. So I, yep. I the whole Christian nationalism thing that's sweeping across the country yet again, it's just disgusting to me because yeah. I just think everyone's beliefs are uh skewed. You yeah. know, it's just it's just all very skewed. Like why not just be kind? So Yeah. Am I fully bought in? Like there are moments where I'm like, maybe this is a simulation. And there are moments where I'm like, maybe this is, you know, yeah. Maybe we were, maybe the big bang theory is true. I'm I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent convinced of anything, Yeah, but where you you say your wife is like 98 or whatever, I'd say I'm, I'm I'm 90% faith and 10% still question everything. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I think like, like fuck church. Yeah. I'm not an organized religion fan. And I, I mean, even on my own. So, like, my whole family, I mean, I won't name names. Some have, like, technically kind of, like, taken a step back um, in my family. But, like, all of them are still very LDS. So, the fact that I, like, went out despite my family, because, I mean, like, LDS families, a lot of them, like, if you leave the church, you leave your family. Like, some of them are very strict that way. Some aren't. You know, it just depends. But, dude, I, yeah, in spite of all of that, I still wanted to go see if I felt different with another church, you know. But, but yeah, dude, if you want some contradictions and stuff, you should read the Book of Mormon, man. <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, not making Smith, sense. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is set in North America, so it's pretty cool. 
Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the only con- that's the only place that matters then, right? Well, I mean, in, yeah, at the time of writing it, I'm sure Joseph Smith, that's all he really knew, you know, but. And that's crazy to me, too. The fact that we know the individual responsible for a religion, that should yes. tell you everything you need to know right there. Like, to know the individual that wrote, like, Scientology, so a science fiction author creates a religion, and you bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Word. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Dude, like, no, I feel you on that, for sure. Um, I know that's the funny thing. There was, like, this one comedian a while back that was like, he's like, the LDS church is the weirdest thing to me. He's like, I could literally just be like, hey, great grandpa, did that happen? He could be like, fuck no. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's interesting. People just want to be a part of something. Yeah. Well, and I totally understand that. I mean, I, like, I feel community, you know, in in our channels and stuff. And, like, I understand essentially wanting a connection with a person and something you can talk about, something you can bond over, yeah. you know? And so, yeah. I mean, for a lot of people that are, like, relaised in rela- – raised in organized religion that's what they have yeah you know just just there should always be one constant whether you're a fan of our channel or in a church and that's don't be naive yeah like you know don't don't go out and buy a mic just because bronson says he loves it don't go out and buy a mic just because i say you know i love it and don't go out to an anti-abortion or pro, you know, don't go out to that just because your church tells you. Yeah. Like, think think for yourself. And then if you want to make that decision, yep. then fine. Yep. But use you know, talk it over with y- yourself, yeah. not your pastor. Use everything you've learned and make an educated decision, you know? Yeah. You'll be in a much better place. Yeah. If you do yep. that. See, again, um, the obscure hotline guide to life comes out before 2022 <laughs> is over. And, uh, you know, it's $79.99. It'll be on Amazon Prime. We'll have affiliate links for it because, of course, we want to profit doubly off of it, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I wonder if that's a, like a not rule. Not a pyramid scheme at all. I wonder if huh? that's like a rule on Amazon. There I wonder is, if, yeah. Yeah, there okay. Is. I was wondering. I was like, like, I don't know if that's possible. I'd be using my links every time I shop on Amazon if there wasn't. Oh, no, but I mean like – if you create the product and then you are an affiliate, can you be like, hey, use my affiliate link? That's a good question. Because technically you're still taking a little bit more from Amazon than you would. That's a great question. Wow. Huh. Cool stuff, man. <laughs> Obscure hotline. <laughs> Obscure hotline. Changing lives. Fun, hey, fun the stuff. The conversations just flow, especially when you got the guide to life coming out in a few months. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we should really do it, but dude. like, you know, just one line per every page, but 28 pages long. Yes. yes. Thou shall be kind. Thou dude, shall, that would be you know, funny. not use Behringer USB mics. Thou <laughs> shall. <laughs> dude, oh my God. I think we really should do this. That would be hilarious. May as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, since we're kind of on the religious topic a little bit, I'll, I'll flip it into a question that I was curious about. And that's the interesting thing. Like you and I know quite a bit about each other, but it's usually just like related to the fact that, 
or that, yeah. But it's also like just related to the fact that we talk about audio stuff or we talk about like YouTube or we talk about people on YouTube or whatever. And we'll just like text back and forth and talk about that stuff. But we don't know like the simple, simple stuff about each other, which is really right. interesting, you know? So it's in, a little bit scary. It's weird. Yeah. Actually, not, not, not one on one here, but for like listeners to be like, oh, fuck, why have I been fucking with this dude for so long? Like, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm out. Dude, now that I know a little bit about him, I'm out. Yeah. Well, and that's the interesting thing to me, though, is like, I guess it would change my perspective of them if I, like, learned something that I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan of. But I just look at people, like, on YouTube. I'm like, hey, they're helping me with this. I don't need to know every aspect of their life, I guess, you know? And so, but... That's why we're writing yeah. the guide to life. Because yeah. we don't bail on people for their for the things we don't agree with, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I drank a Black Rifle coffee the other day. Dude. It was a, it was a cold brew or something it was in a can i was just curious and i grabbed it and uh a buddy that i work with who's very conservative he's like you know that's heavily right wing stuff right there don't you i was like yep and i don't give a fuck it's delicious that is so (laughs) fucking bizarre that you just brought that up because what i was about to talk about is if you're a fan of coffee or not See, I was going to say we're doing this. This is why the guide to life is inevitable and is valuable yeah. because we, when, when we're like, um, power Rangers or Thundercats, like when we get close together, a power erupts yes. and blows straight through the Trojans and forms a, a, a mystical white gushy Phoenix in the sky. <laughs> and, and we oh just know gosh, what's best dude. for everyone. Anyways, what yes. about coffee? <laughs> well, I was going to say, so in the LDS Mormon church or whatever you want to call it, uh, they have this thing called the word of wisdom. And one of the things is that you're not allowed to drink um, coffee, essentially. But um, yeah, Fuck no coffee, no tea. That religion. Unless it's herbal tea. Like you can't have anything. But that's the funny thing. Like Diet Mountain Dew, the stuff that's got a bunch of chemicals in it that's, you know, probably, well... Not probably. The stuff that's way worse for you, you can drink that all day. It doesn't matter. Um, So it's not the word of wisdom. It's just a word that you follow. Um, So I was going to ask, like, are you a coffee person? Yes. Okay. But John Smith apparently did the do. Joseph Joseph Smith. Did not flick the bean. (laughs) Joseph Smith. Yeah, dude. That's No, yeah. I, I love coffee. Um, I'm not a daily drinker though. I, I like, it's a, um, it's a, it's a treat for me. Like if I'm really tired, I really enjoy a nice hot black coffee and dark roast that. Dude, that's Um, interesting that, cause a lot of people that drink coffee every day and kind of like grow that taste for it, they're usually the black coffee drinkers. So that's really interesting that you are occasional but still drink black coffee. That's yeah. actually, I feel like well, that's a rarity. Yeah. And it's weather based. Like when it's yeah. summer, I drink less dark, hot, black, dark roast coffee. Gotcha. Uh, when gotcha. it's cold, I, the uptake goes up a little bit, but, but it's, um, yeah. the amount of times I have coffee in a month, hot mind you, which is always yeah. black. I don't drink it any other way when it's hot is I bet I drink a hot black coffee three to five times a month. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking really occasional. Iced yeah. coffee, 
about the same thing, three to five times a month. Gotcha. I love me a uh, cold brew vanilla with foam at Starbucks. Delicious. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and I do like that black rifle coffee that comes in a can. That's really good. It's the best I've ever had out of a can. But uh, I love coffee products. But I just I switch around. You know, I just I, I'm a switcher. I am gotcha. not a creature of habit. Yeah. I go to restaurants. I order something different almost every time if I can. So, gotcha. Yeah. I'm that yeah. way with coffee and drinks, except for Mountain Dew Kickstart. Um, oh, these yeah. are my constant daily. Speaking I of Mountain Dew. To these. <laughs> Speaking Dude, no, of Mountain Dew. I feel you. Yeah. But this is not like Mountain Dew. It's a sparkling no. yeah. juice breakfast beverage. And yeah. I had to convince my wife that it's not an energy drink for her to let me, not let me, but to not complain at me drinking it. Yes, for sure. Gotcha. It's my jam. Yeah. No, do you actually I've had the kickstarts. They're they're solid for sure. They're just they're light and sparkly and not heavy and syrupy, and I think they're amazing. Yeah. And they're a two for two everywhere I go. Nice, yeah. That's awesome. You can't find anything for a dollar. Dollar, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. me, I'm I'm a coffee everyday person for sure. Like no matter what. I've gathered that. So I'm a yeah, I'm a coffee um like the only things I drink, literally coffee and water and a tea occasionally, like oolong tea. Like that's pretty much it. Or the the throat coat tea. Um but no, so I'm actually I don't know if you know what the differences are and I don't want to sound condescending or snooty or anything, but I'm like very much into third wave coffee where it's like usually a little bit lighter roast and there's like some different nodes in the, in the coffee itself, you know? So I'll be right um, back. I got to go grab my monocle real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, right. Tell me more. Tell me more, Master Bronson. But, but, um, so I usually, I usually just drink black coffee because like it's it's like good though it's not, and not saying dark roast isn't good. I actually we have a dark roast that we constantly have in the rotation. That's what my wife prefers, so I have that quite a bit too. Um, but yeah, dude, I'll do like different uh, preparations of coffee, which is so ridiculous when you think about Dude, it but you like what you like but so actually and it's and it's a little bit my brother-in-law's fault he's like a barista and he has like a lot of experience so he's shown me like these these things that uh like certain coffee roasters and everything that are like really great and different ways to prep it that make it like taste very different and very yeah so yeah it all I've, i literally i think i have like six different ways to prepare coffee in the kitchen right now <laughs> That's that's a lot. See, yes. that makes me interested though, because you know, I, I on my bucket list is hang out with Bronson somewhere, dude. Whether I'm going to make potato state or <laughs> Midway or here or somewhere. Whether yes. we just fly out to Vegas and have a weekend of debauchery and end up being stuck <laughs> on a hotel top of a hotel and you know just get into all kinds of shenanigans. I don't know what'll happen, dude. <clears> yes, but the the eventual you know connection. I I would like to taste some of this fancy coffee, dude. Absolutely, I will bring it. I, if if you're not here, I will bring it wherever I go because that's what I usually do. <laughs> yeah, no, there's this yeah. thing that I have that's called an AeroPress, and it's like pretty portable, so it's it's cool. It makes. How long does this process take? And do you do this every day? So every day, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, 
So in AeroPress, like it literally, by the time you grind the beans and everything, I'd say you're looking like if you're if you know what you're doing and everything, like six minutes maybe. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not to prepare to, yeah. and you're drinking a cup. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like to okay. to grinding the beans, like prepping it and actually doing the like two and a half to three minute like of it sitting there and everything. Like, yeah, you're looking at six minutes. It's not bad. But okay. And if you don't mind me asking, how much does your coffee habit cost you? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, so I would say, so we have like, like I was saying, this one dark roast one that comes through and we, we kind of, uh, so I, that one's like $12 every other week. And then the ones that I get from either like Onyx coffee, um, or Little Wolf, or like we just bought some from this company, Say in New York. And, um, those are anywhere from like 18 to 25 per eight ounces of coffee, which is not a whole lot. So, um, I mean, I would say like per month, probably around like $60 or so, 50, 60. That's not bad. That's better than going to Starbucks. That's way better than going to Starbucks. That's probably, yeah. I mean, the only thing that's beating that price wise is shit coffee or McDonald's, which I actually like McDonald's coffee, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. I'll drink it in a pinch, dude. I'm a peasant. I'm a peasant in your coffee (laughs) world, Master Bronson. I like McDonald's coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, dude, I will drink it in a pinch. No problem, man. Yeah. Bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> you're like i'm gonna have you it's make it's not arrow pressed at mcd's <laughs> brother <laughs> you're like i'm gonna have you make me an arrow press and then i'm gonna fucking make you drink a mcdonald's coffee while i drink your arrow press <laughs> i would never do that because I, I imagine if i drank a coffee made for me by you it, it would probably knock my socks off and i'd be like i didn't know what i've been missing but at the same time i'm not doing this shit every day it's probably delicious now i really want to try some of this i want i want to have some of your favorite coffees yeah for sure dude yeah but I don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Like I have to well, do, do it with you. One of the things, thing. one of the things I was thinking is that it'd be cool to, uh, it'd be cool to meet up. If we were to meet up somewhere, it'd be cool to do it at like NAB or something. That would be cool. Yeah. I don't know where that happens at, but yeah, something like that, some kind of gathering or. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember if it changes locations, but I think that maybe. It's in Vegas sometimes, but I'm not sure. I do love Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I big so fan. I used to live in St. George, Utah, and we were like very close to Vegas. So I'd been there a lot. And I just I don't see the appeal really, you know, anymore, especially. I just, just like I like to gamble. So that's my thing. Oh word, yeah. Well, and you like live far enough away that it's like kind of a treat when you go. And I feel like I would sometimes just like have to go to do something. and I'd be like, great. You know what I mean? So, Right. No, I just like waking up in the morning, walking down to a roulette table, straight out of bed and playing roulette. That's really the appeal for me. Other than that, I don't care. Yeah, I get you. You need to teach me how to gamble then and I'll teach you coffee. <laughs> deal because i'm uh, only good at, i'm only proficient at roulette, at roulette don't yeah. let me teach you anything else i'm but. i dude actually uh there was this one casino that it was in a uh, mesquite and it's kind of like in between saint george and las vegas i went and like play i could like play like blackjack and never like 
lose or like win a whole bunch, but I just kind of like stay there even and just kind of have fun for a few hours. Like, yeah, I could do yeah. that, you know, but that's about, that's, that's about my extent of my, my yeah. gambling knowledge aside from going like this button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that can be fun for a while, but the, the, the interaction of roulette, especially if you have a crew with you, which is what we used to do when we went to Vegas and we just slowly take over a roulette table and then play it from like, nice, you know, midnight till sun up. Yes. That's good. Good times. Nice. But there'll be more of that in the obscure hotline book to guide yes. the guide of life. It'll be you know, about gambling thing. and we'll coffee. Put a, <laughs> we'll put a passage in there about the best times to play roulette and have your Aeropress coffee. <laughs> Yeah, I have no dude. fucking idea what AeroPress even means, but I'm, I'm going to know <laughs> soon. Yeah, dude, it's a cool little device, man. It's uh, it's cool. There's like, there's so many ways you can make coffee, like a a V60 pour over, a Kalita. You could do a French press. French press. I've actually been into French press a little bit recently. It's got more of like a. It seems like it has more of a body, like drip coffee. You know. Hmm. No, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I feel you. Uh, uh, uh oh. You know, I will say I don't like gas station coffee. It tastes metallic. Ew, it's awful. Yeah, but uh, and I've actually heard the reason stuff. why is they don't clean those like AirPods out and or AirPods out enough. Yeah, like it can whatever it is. Gross. It tastes metallic, and there's no gas station coffee that's ever impressed me. No. And I see people like, oh, I gotta go Speedway get my coffee. Like, <laughs> why? That's no. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, for but, sure. But uh, you know, I I get I get fancy sometimes and put my own K cup in and turn the machine Hell on. Oh yeah, there you go, dude. You know, get, yep. I get fancy. <laughs> you heard of the K cups? The little, oh yeah, little pods. Keurigs, Keurig, yeah, dude. Just, yeah, the water streams right through the cup. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Yeah, I really need to give. I need to to get more educated on coffee for sure. <laughs> I did buy a grinder once, and I was all proud of myself. I was like, I bought this grinder. I'm gonna have some fresh ass coffee, and I yeah. just never used it. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, I'm so I'm so about quick and convenient. So yeah, the there's a, a few. <laughs> I don't know if I should even get into this. There's a few different kinds of grinders though, and uh, the bird not the, the app, not yeah, the app. <laughs> not yeah. the well. That, I guess in that case, there's another kind, but. Uh, there's burr grinders and burr grinders do like a really good job of being like consistent. So the, so the grind is like really consistent. So a lot of people, and this is what I did. Like I bought a You're passionate blade. about this shit. Yeah, dude. I know. I like, it's weird that I, yeah, I don't know, but I, a lot of people buy like a blade grinder and that's what I bought first. And it's just like, you notice that there are like kind of bigger chunks throughout it. So you're not really getting yep. the same extraction from the coffee or from the water. Yeah, the that makes total sense. Yeah. Like, you know, the the water can't penetrate the whole chunk. It's yeah, gotta be absolutely. Ground. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, yeah. it's, there's a lot to it, man. And yeah, my brother-in-law uh, has taught me a lot about it for sure. It's interesting. Yeah. But at, at some point I am kind of just like, I want a good cup of coffee, like, and want it pretty quick. You know, and and so like I I've gotten proficient enough. At first, when I tried this stuff, I was like just fucking frustrated and like this is so annoying. Why am I doing this? You know, <laughs> it takes. Uh, I mean, you know, practice and patience. That's why I ended up not using my grinder. I kind of, yeah. I think I should try that again because I do. Like a good coffee is very similar to a good beer to me. 
Oh, like, gotcha. If it's yeah. if it's got the body and the flavor and the aftertaste, like it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Like it's so worth it to to find that perfect craft beer because you know the Bud Lights of the world are just shit. Yeah, so dude. you know that you're drinking shit coffee a lot unless you really <laughs> want to put some time into it. And, yeah, uh, I feel I, coffee's good, man. Sometimes when I just take that first sip of hot dark roast, I, it just takes me to another place. Yeah. So why dude, not push the boundaries and yeah, go further? Absolutely, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yep, for sure. It's, I don't know, coffee, like I think hot drinks in general are just very comforting to me for whatever reason. Yeah, they are. You know. I don't like tea though. I just can't oh, can't dude. get into that. I've tried quite a few fancy teas and I just can't yeah. can't dig it. I'm when it comes to tea, I can't do like fruity stuff. I've got to do like oolong tea, like even if it's like a little bit flowery, I can't do it either. It, like I don't mind black like black tea like Earl Grey tea, you know, or Ugh. you know, Not I can do stuff like that, but do when it comes to like hibiscus wildflower with peach i'm like Mm. fuck i can't do that man but no no. yeah that's where it just tastes like i'm eating a flower and i can't can't do it but no interest in that whatsoever (laughs) now i'm gonna be now i'm gonna be practicing my coffee skills after this and i'm not joking (laughs) i you have inspired me to to just see just 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 to dip my toes in a little deeper absolutely which means buying a grinder and some beans yeah. and, and just seeing beans, where yeah. I see them, seeing how yeah. much better that is from the typical stuff I drink. And then seeing if I should go even another step higher gotcha. and yeah. grabbing, you know, the Robert Downey Jr. of devices <laughs> and making some tea out of that shit or coffee, not tea. <laughs> but yeah, dude, if you have like a, a, like a kettle, like a water kettle, it definitely makes it a lot easier for sure. Um, if you're going to do a pour over or AeroPress, but if you're going to put it in like a drip machine, it still does a really good job though. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get that far yet. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, the one coffee device in my home is, a, is you ever been to a hotel that has the little tiny single K cup thing? Oh word. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's, that's Hell what's on yeah, my counter. Dude. <laughs> it's like this big. Dude, and, those things you know, are little. Makes, yeah. It's oh, really great. little, but it's an actual hotel one. It's not like Keurig brand or anything. It's like got it on Amazon for like 20 bucks. It, it literally looks like oh, the same no ones shit. I see in hotels. Nice. Does yeah. a great job at making oh, shit yeah. coffee. Great <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I know, dude, a part of me wishes I could do like some sort of coffee B-roll montage in my videos, but it's so fucking overplayed in the, the camera world. But... I guess we're in the audio world, though, so maybe I could do it. <laughs> you should. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, thanks for listening to this fourth episode of the Obscure Hotline. We talked about a lot of stuff. Don't be yeah. mad about the religious stuff. If you don't that, know where we're silly. going. Uh, just that That's <laughs> the appeal, is you don't know where we're going. Yeah. There's no indicator. There's no, hey, me and Bronson talked before the show and decided to do this. Like, no. Nope. The next, the next um, episode, we could totally talk about our first rim rim experiences. You know, it's just yeah. we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Dude, well, in, whatever. Yeah, before each episode, I've literally just like wrote down literally either one to like three questions that I'm like, hey, if we're not talking, maybe I'll like bring this up, and that's it. 
That's like literally all plan. I've done. You know, I need to start. I need to start doing that. <laughs> I need to start adding. That way, we have those just in case we do hit a patch. Yeah, where we're, you know, awkward silence and we're just staring at each other <laughs> <laughs> for like thirty seconds. I wish. <laughs> uh, get lost. Get lost uh, in those those big eyes. Oh man. But yeah, I don't think it'll be a problem. I think yeah. we'll, we'll uh, we may revisit some topics often, but they'll they'll be in different context, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. At least we didn't trash anybody this time. That's a successful show. Dude, we didn't trash anybody on this successful show. I mean, like we talked shit about a couple people, but not like it wasn't too bad. It was fine. No, it was, it was okay. fine. We talked <laughs> shit about individuals in general and yes. John Smith. That's as far as it went. Joseph Smith. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love that you say John Smith. That's great, dude. Honestly. I don't, whatever he's called. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> whatever that dude's name is that fucked over Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching. Goes deep. <laughs> thanks for watching or listening uh this is bronson with the audio hotline and bark of obscure hot mics <laughs> i know dude obscure it messes mics. me up man obscure hotline and obscure mics yeah, yeah. <laughs> what he said all right we'll see you or be in your ears next time i guess oh, we'll be somewhere we'll be somewhere <laughs> we'll be, and you can we'll be in yet We'll be we'll be we'll, in you somehow. We'll be deep in, in you. E N Y A is what we're talking about. Our favorite band, but that you know we'll be in you. <laughs> in you. <ya. laughs>